You're listening to a BGE podcast. Friends and family gather round and fire up the barbecue. Let the smoke waft and float. That's what we're gonna do. We're going to be talking about prime rib for Christmas, the latest in the meat probe categories from Meter Plus Two, and it's our last episode of Season Three. Let's do it. No matter the weather, under the sun or the stars, fire is burning, the world keeps turning. Don't worry what you got to do. Cause if you're looking, you ain't cooking Fire up the barbecue Fire up the barbecue Welcome back to the final episode of Season 3 of the Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world. I hope everyone has been doing fine, folks. I know we talk about being busy, but I'm going to tell you something. When it comes to taking care of critters, man, oh man, can that just get overwhelming. And and that's happened. We're going to get to the prime rib. We're going to get to the meter plus two. Uh, my thoughts on that uh, in just a few minutes. But uh, I know I've been a little inconsistent here in the last part of season three here with the Blind Grilling Experience podcast, but I got to tell you, we had a, we've got a dog that had to have some surgery done and he had a huge tumor growing on his hindquarters and it was misdiagnosed by one vet twice. And so, uh, in that, you know, uh, that happens, went to my vet that I'm, I'm familiar with, I'm normal to, you know, used to, and took care of all my guide dogs. And he looked at it and immediately he's like, no, that, that is, you know, what, whatever you were told before, that's not what that is. He did a biopsy. It was a tumor and it was going to require surgery. And so, uh, they, they did the surgery a couple of weeks ago and it, it was, the tumor was larger than they had, you know, thought and they knew it was bad, but, uh, ended up the dog has about 40 staples on his hind end. And at, for the, you know, for the first five days he had drain tubes because they had to remove, you know, so much of, of that tumor. And, uh, it was, it was just bad. It was, it was not a good situation. The dog has to have somebody with him 24 seven, uh, pretty much, you know, he's in the cone. It's all fun and games till somebody ends up in a cone. <laughs> As a friend of mine pointed out, but, um, it, it, you know, it, 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 he's, he's worth it. I'll say that. Um, we love this dog and, uh, you know, I'm glad he's getting better, but it's been one of those deals where, uh, it just kind of sucks you dry. <laughs> and I'm actually just so thrilled just to get away actually to record this podcast, uh, for you guys. Uh, but uh, he's supposed to get his staples removed this week, and hopefully that's going to take place and everything will go well. He's been doing really good. He, you know, the, the problem is he's feeling so much better and wanting to jump and, and do all. we got to keep him calm and, and all that, which is a chore in and of itself. 
because he's he's such a large dog. I mean, he's a hundred pounds and solid as a rock, and he's just active, really, really active. And so, you know, holding him down, keeping him, you know, from getting crazy is that's been a, a chore in and of itself. Uh, but uh, but we're we're getting through it. We're getting through it. Along with, uh, or I guess, you know, uh, besides all of that happening and kind of taking up a lot of my time, uh, I've been getting a lot of emails from folks, and a couple of you have emailed in and uh, have purchased some Big Green Eggs. I'm so excited for you guys. I know you guys are going to love the experience. Uh, some of you are familiar with the the Kamadu-style grills, um, but, you, you know, whether it's... Um, Oh, I think one of you had the acorn, um, which is a cast iron uh, Kamado style grill, and you know the the egg is just gonna uh, it's gonna be so much better for you. I know it is, and uh, you know somebody else wrote in. They you know, and it's kind of the same deal. It's kind of funny. You, I could almost read those emails uh, to you guys, and it they would almost sound identical. Go into a store, look around, expecting to do this, and then walk out of there with. <laughs> <laughs> with an egg and a bunch of accessories. It's awesome. Uh, so I'm excited for you guys. I'll do what I can to help you uh, as far as getting started and things, you know, and, and uh, any tips and tricks that I can help with. You got questions, shoot me an email. Info at blindgrilling.com, and, uh, and, and I'll do what I can. I will do what I can uh, to help you on that front. One of the questions that we get asked a lot, though, is about meat probes. We're always getting questions, you know. Uh, so, In fact, we did a video on the YouTube channel, and it's actually been a couple years now. And someone recently commented and asked if we could do an updated version of that. Well, I, I, I responded to the comment and, you know, uh, went ahead and gave them some suggestions I, we'll see what happens on the YouTube front. There's going to be a lot of changes for me coming into the new year. We'll, we'll just have to see what the new year brings and what what I'm able to do or not able to do, but we'll, we'll see how all of that goes. But along those lines, I've been telling you guys, I got the meter to plus, and it, it is, when they talk about something being all new, designed from the ground up, they are not kidding when it comes to the meter two plus. Again, I want to emphasize the meter block is not accessible. It continues to be unaccessible to those who are blind or visually impaired. And I, I don't foresee that change, unfortunately. And which is why it's so difficult to even recommend the meter plus and the meter two plus now, because they are so good that I, I can't not recommend them. But it's it's frustrating when a company could do something relatively simple and, and you've got people who are blind and visually impaired who not only do de, you know design, uh, development, software, hardware, all this stuff, who have contacted them and told them, you know, I will help you to get this resolved and fixed. And, you know, they just keep saying, ah, you know, we, we're, we're working on it, you know, and we'll let you know, you know, when we do something about it. And and they're not doing anything about it. it, it it's really frustrating. 
But with that said, I do want to talk about the meter plus two or two meter two plus whatever it is. First of all, from the very get go, I mean, as soon as you take it out of the box, it is it is just obvious, not only to those who can see, but to those who grab hold of it, who know what the original meter plus feels like. There is no denying which is which. The meter two plus is so much thinner. I mean, it's still got the high end feel, the stainless steel. It it feels nice. It feels quality. But they have done so much to improve this probe, and the the idea of of the waterproof is just you know that which is phenomenal that's awesome i mean people are deep frying sous-vide boiling i mean they're you know being able to leave it in meat when they're searing because the ambient probe can go up over 900 degrees i mean this is a game-changing probe no doubt about it and it is so much thinner one of the biggest complaints that everyone seemed to have about the meter plus was how thick this probe was how big around i mean you know as big around as some people's pinkies i mean this thing was it it was big no no doubt about it and and some folks had difficulty putting it into either thinner slices of you know thinner cuts of steak or chicken breast and 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 they you know they struggled with that and i i really think that uh, meter has knocked it out of the park with this pro because it, it is on the on the the you know um, the the size of the, some of the wired meat probes and in fact I've had some wired meat probes uh, from from older camp chefs that were you know thicker <laughs> than this meat probe from the meter two plus it's awesome and they've got five sensors in it and. And so even if you don't get it in just exactly where you're, I mean, it's taking the reading from all those sensors and, and, and helping set up and provide you with the, with the knowledge of the, of the temp, giving you the lowest reading. And it, it's just, it's worked well. It's accessible for those who are blind or visually impaired. The, the block itself, the, not the block, I'm sorry. I don't want to confuse you. The meter block is inaccessible, but the charging dock of the meter two plus it, it there's a there's a slight difference between it and the first meter plus the first meter plus there was this uh, this uh, this dock that had a a groove in the center of it from left to right long ways and then like it like a t-shape uh, groove in this rectangled piece of wood is kind of how it felt, uh, and the me the the probe itself was set down in that groove in the center, um, and and kind of locked into place. The meter two plus the groove rather than being in the center is off to one side, and so it's kind of open ended on on one side the long on the long side of the of uh, you know of this charging. Um, piece of wood right that that charges it and and not only is this 
it's it's so hard not to say the word block. I'm sorry. I'm trying, folks. <laughs> ah. Oh my goodness. But um but the the way that feels, there's definitely a distinction. You can know that it is for the meter two plus. It's it is there's a different feel to it as well as a slightly different look to it from what I'm told. Uh, but it's still a nice little um, you know charging station uh, for the uh, you know dock for the probe, and it's also a booster. Now the the Meter Plus original, this was a booster as well. And where I failed the first couple of times using the Meter Plus was I didn't put the dock, uh, charging dock, next to the grill when I was grilling. I left it inside and just took the, the probe itself out there. And, and I was really super disappointed in the Bluetooth connectivity. And I, then I found out that that dock is to be set next to the grill and it acts as kind of a booster for the Bluetooth signal uh, to help get a little bit better range. And it did help some. I'll give you that. It did help some, but not very much. Not very much. Well, now they're talking about with the new Meter 2 Plus, the Bluetooth connectivity is uh, the newest Bluetooth connectivity, like Bluetooth 5 or whatever the newest is, you know, they, they've updated that. It's got better uh, reliability, a longer range. I mean, there's all kinds of things that are great about it. Now, that sounds really good and sounds like that's going to be beneficial. But there is a slight caveat that a lot of times we don't think about, and I didn't think about it until I started using it. And that is the fact that I don't think the iPhone that I'm on supports the latest version of Bluetooth, right? And so obviously it's backwards compatible. And, you know, but if your device doesn't have that connected, I'm not sure there's much, you're going to see much improvement. So it's really going to depend a lot on having a device that can take advantage of that Bluetooth. Unless I'm completely missing something and don't understand how, uh, you know, the Bluetooth transmission works and the receivers and, and you know, all of that, which I may not. I'm not a technical guy, right? I am technologically challenged, no doubt about it, and I'll be the first to tell you. But certainly, uh, this th there has been improvement, no doubt about it. There's still the option to have it connect to a Bluetooth device um, that is in range, you know, like an iPad or an old phone or something that is connected to your Wi-Fi network, leaving it in one spot, and then any other device on the same network can then, you know, so it makes it basically almost like a Wi-Fi connectivity. Although, you know, there's some hoops you got to jump through to get there, uh, but but it's possible. It it is possible with the Meter Plus and the Meter Two Plus as well. Uh, but I'm going to tell you, just overall, the the fit and finish, right, the feel of this probe is, is so much better than the original Meter Plus. It's so much thinner, uh, still the premium feel quality. I mean, it, it's a very good, it's an, it's an awesome probe. It really is. Whether it's in the oven, whether it's in a fryer, 
you know, that's the great thing about the Meter 2 Plus. So many more benefits to it. So I do recommend it. I think it's great. It would be a great Christmas present for somebody if you guys are thinking about, you know, what what to get, what to put on your Christmas list. The Meter 2 Plus should be at the top, uh, I think, if you're looking for a probe. Obviously, um, now it, it is, I think it's running like $119. Uh, it's just released. It's not anything that, you know, they're going to be discounting. They're discounting the other one. I think some you can get 10 or 20% off depending uh, on when you go to their website and look or in, in stores. But the the Meter 2 Plus would be the one I think you should go for. Uh, spend the extra 20 bucks, you know, for $119. I think this is a probe that is that is worth it for what you get uh, and fixes a lot of the problems and issues, you know, with the caveat, again, of depending on your Bluetooth connectivity and, and, and what you have available there. But other than that, the probe itself is is awesome. It It is really good. It is great. It's thinner, so much thinner. I mean, it's it's just wild how thin that, uh, you know, how much thinner it is from the original. Uh, I'm really impressed with that. And so, uh, so yeah, I, I think it'd be something worth, uh, worth, worth getting, worth asking for or getting for someone else, right? Now, obviously, you still have some wired options. There's the, uh, the Flame Boss thermometer, right? And, I mean, it's cheaper, and you get more Meat Pros, but they are wired. You get a little... Uh, you know, battery uh, powered, um, you know, transmitter that sits outside the grill wires run from it into the, into your grill and into the meat. And you can have more than, you know, multiple probes uh, at one time. It's only like 70 bucks and it's rechargeable, you know, and it's Wi-Fi. And, it, you know, there, the things you're going to be missing is uh, the no wires and uh, the completely waterproof, you know, uh, and being able to uh, sear or fry or do whatever, you know, things like that. You know, some people, you know, you think about frying chicken, you want to know when it is done. The Meter 2 Plus is a probe you can stick into chicken and deep fry it with the probe inside. And get a reading and know when the uh, when the chicken is done. I, I, that, that is coming a long way for probes, folks. It, it's awesome. It really is. But I do think, you know, for cost and what you can get with a Wi-Fi version, the Flame Boss thermometer is still a great option uh, for folks um, who don't mind having some wires run, you know, into their oven or into their grill. Uh, and you know, keep track of multiple cuts of meat at the same time. Uh, so that that is definitely something I think you know um, would be is still worth it, and it's still accessible uh, with the Flame Boss app. Um, you know, there's a little bit of a learning curve, but I, I've you know I've been using it for years, and and I love it. I, I think it's great. And so uh, as long as you figure kind of figure out that app, uh, you're going to be good. You'll, you'll be good, no doubt about it. So uh, so that's what I've got for you when it comes to the probes, the meat probes, and the uh, the Meter 2 Plus. And again, remember, Meter is M-E-A-T-E-R, Meat, M-E-A-T-E-R, Meter 2 Plus. Uh, 
uh, is the newest, latest, and greatest offering from Meter uh, when it comes to the probes that are accessible for those who are blind or visually impaired using VoiceOver or you know your screen readers or whatever. Folks, let's talk about Prime Rib because this this is something that I know is intent. You know, brisket intimidates a lot of folks. I get it. Prime rib is probably second to it, right? When it comes to an intimidating cut of meat, because it it can be expensive, and you don't want to ruin it. And not only that, you get such a, a variety of people, even more so than with brisket. When it comes to how people like their meat cooked, you know, and everyone says, if you're going to do prime rib, do it medium rare and really closer to rare, um, you know, do it at a you know, low internal temp, like 120. I, mean, I know some folks do 115 degrees internal temp. And, and there's a lot of people that just won't eat meat that isn't cooked more than that. And, and I've got some in my family that that is not cooked enough. And so a lot of folks shy away from the prime rib for that reason because they don't want to, you know, ruin it as they would, <laughs> as even I would say, I guess, you know, and cook it at medium or medium well uh, so that everyone can, you know, you know, to please every, you know, everyone else. And then those who really know and understand think, oh, you don't know how to cook prime rib. You know, you, you're overcooking it and, and you get in this little kind of this inner battle within yourself that it's like, what do I do? And, and so you just don't do it at all. Well, I, I've, I've got a few thoughts for you that I want to throw out for your consideration. I want you to think about because I want you guys to smoke a prime rib because I think it's going to be great. I think you guys are going to love it. But not only that, I think there are some ways and options to please everyone even cooking a nice, low-end, medium-rare prime rib. And it it does involve a reverse sear and a little bit more of a sear for some, but it's it it's amazing. We've talked about the reverse sear in times past. You know, get your smoker. I really love pecan, and you, you could use other, you know, you could use a fruit wood if you wanted to, but at least pecan, maybe some hickory, uh, if, you know, whatever, you, you know, just a nice, good wood smoke is going to be awesome when it comes to prime rib. You know, I, I like persimmons, kind of like with uh, with venison, I love, with deer meat. I love, you know, uh, pecan and persimmon together, and I love that on prime rib as well. But that's hard to get sometimes. So at least, you know, if you can get some pecan wood, I highly recommend that, or even alder. I think alder works really well for prime rib. Season up however you want. Obviously, we're going to hit it with some duck fat spray. We've got some Blanco, uh, you know, uh, seasoning. Uh, I think it's from Big Papa's. Um, I, I'd have to double check on that again. But uh, there's some Blanco uh, seasoning, steak seasoning, and then some Cattleman's uh uh, smoky chipotle, which has some espresso in it. It's just amazing. I love to season up uh, prime rib with this. Put it on the big green egg, indirect heat at 275 degrees. Stick a probe in it, my new meter two plus, right? <laughs> and get it right in the heart of that meat. And I'm going to bring that temperature up. Personally, me, I'm going to do 120 degrees. 
And after that, then I'm going to take and I'm going to sear it. Now, prime rib is a pretty large cut of meat. So you're going to be, it's not just searing one side, flipping over and searing another. You're basically got four, you know, you kind of roll it. You're, you're going to, you got a lot to sear. And you can sear it with a torch. You can sear it, you know, on your grill, on a griddle, a flat top, in a skillet in the house. I mean, you, however you want to sear it, you know, that you can figure that out. But you're going to get it a nice sear on your prime rib. And then the question is going to come in, well, what about folks who don't like it that raw? Well, hold on. Sorry about that. <laughs> Hold on, because I've got a little trick for you. Because I know there's going to be folks who are like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm not going to eat that. You know, oh, it's bloody. What? Yeah, whatever. You know what? Grab a biscuit and sop it up. But you know, there's folks that won't eat it, and they're going to complain. And, and that's okay, fine. You first of all, there's a thinner end that you can slice, right? But you, you go ahead and you get a skillet, put some butter in the skillet, and you're going to get it up to a medium heat, medium high, um, you know, I would say closer to high, but medium high heat. And, you know, once you slice that prime rib, for those who want more, want it more done, sear it off like you would a steak. Just go ahead, throw it on that skillet. Hit, hit after you slice it. Hit it with a little bit more seasoning, and put it in that butter and let it and sear it. You know, on the the sides that have been sliced, just like you would a steak. And you know, maybe do it a minute, another minute and a half, two minutes each side, and you're gonna get that steak up to a medium, if not more. And, and that should please those who don't like the medium rare. And and what you've done is you've sliced off some medium rare for folks who, um, you know, that would go along with me and be like, you know, who like it the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> but then for those who don't like it that rare, you just sear it a little bit more after it's sliced, you know, sear it off like you would, uh, uh, you know, some thin steaks and and give them what they want. And they can not only enjoy this reverse seared and seared again steak, but they'll love you for it because you've taken the time not only to cook a huge piece of meat for yourself and your guests, your family, your friends, but you can actually, you can please everybody with a cut of meat that is done to perfection, regardless of whose plate you're putting it on, whether they like it medium rare, whether they like it more medium or a little bit more, just sear it a little bit more and, and get it done. Just, you know, but, uh, but you're going to start off the same way. You know, you're going to do the reverse sear to begin with. You're going to slice it. And then for those who want it more done, just sear it a little bit more in a cast iron skillet on the stovetop. And, uh, and they're gonna love it, and you're gonna have you'll you'll have folks coming back and wanting more. You maybe have to fire that skillet up a, a few more times, uh, and uh, and sear off some more uh, for them. And uh, it it's it's gonna be great. Prime rib is awesome. 
I love it, and I'm looking forward to uh, smoking one uh, for our Christmas. And I tell you what, it, it's we've got a lot going on. We're finishing up the year, folks. Thank you guys so much for the emails, the messages, the texts. You know, I'm sorry. I don't. I, I do my best to respond to everyone, and if if I've failed in any way at that, I apologize. It is my intention to get back with everyone uh, who you know contacts me from the podcast. I, I really do my best, and and I appreciate it so much. Such an encouragement uh, to me. I hope I'm as much an encouragement to you as you guys are to me. And, and just thank you guys so much for making this such a great season of the Blind Grilling experience. It, it has been an awesome year for us. Uh, the podcast has really grown, and I hope everyone has a magnificent rest of 2023, a very Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll see what 2024 brings, but I'm, I'm pretty excited about a lot of things that I've got going on. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll catch you guys next year in 2024. Friends and family gather around and find Members, shoot us an email. Info at blindgrilling.com. Go to our website, blindgrilling.com. There's a few things there. I haven't been much updates. We've been so busy. But, uh, again, you can contact us through there as well. Share out the podcast. Let everybody know about blind grilling experience thank you guys again so much for such an awesome year and let's look forward look let's look forward to the next one until next time remember if you're looking you ain't cooking because if you're looking you ain't cooking fire up the barbecue fire up the barbecue